I'll tell you my first Ruqya ever. There was a brand new convert that had come to study in Medina. Literally, fresh convert, like a month or two. Completely jahil about fiqh, hadith. He doesn't know anything. He's still learning how to pray. One day, his roommate was reading Quran, and weird growlings come from his room. And they come in and they find him writhing. Clearly, he's possessed and whatnot. And so, his roommates start reading Quran over him. And one of them was a friend of mine, and he knows that I'm studying with the Sheikh. So I get a phone call in my apartment. It's like, Sheikh, you got to come over. You got to come over quickly. There's somebody that, you know, we need you for. It's a Ruqya session, whatnot. And of course, I'm an, uh, you know, just a graduate student. I'm excited. Okay, get into my, you know, uh, <laughs> Ghostbusters <laughs> mode. Yeah, who are you going to call? That's Who's it, yeah. Gonna... So he calls up YQ. He's like, come on, I need you here. We got somebody riding on the floor. Come do Ruqya. And I'm taking a class with the Sheikh. I'm like, yeah, I can handle this. Don't worry. Zero experience, plenty of book knowledge put, at the put time. The right? on. Put the thobe on, you know, just <laughs> drive to the dormitory. They were in the dormitory. And uh, so the, the brother is lying down, you know, um, and I spent like, you know, two hours the whole time there. So I remember many incidents happened there. Of the things is that when I first started reading Quran, subhanAllah, again, with my own eyes, it's a very thin brother just wearing a thobe. I could see the jinn moving up and down his body, his body is rippling as if there's like an alien entity going up and down. And I would put my hand on his chest and I'd see it like, like fluttering away. And I put my hand there and it goes back up and goes here. And I put my hand here and it goes, so I'm literally watching his body. You can't make your body ripple. You know, you can't have just ripples coming up and down the body mm -hmm. this way. And I'm seeing with my eyes that rippling taking place. And I'm beginning to panic quite a lot in this regard, okay? Because <laughs> this is really bizarre. We spent the whole afternoon there. So one of the brothers, mashallah, he gifted us some lunch, you know, because we're there. He went to get some lunch. So we're all sitting down to eat lunch. And the brother is, you know, sitting in the corner. He's just sitting by himself. And we're all eating. We say, Akhi, join, like the brother, not the jinn. Brother, join. And he's like, it's okay, I'm not hungry. So we're eating. And one of our brothers drops accidentally, you know, it's like everybody eats from a common plate. So one of our brothers just drops a morsel. It just drops from his hand. And he leaves it there and he goes in for round two. Instantaneously, I saw from my corner of my eye, the brother just darted like a snake. You could imagine a snake with his left hand, grabbed that morsel and gobbled it down in a very unnatural manner. How so? Why so? What's happening? What did our Prophet say? Hadith is in Sahih Bukhari. When a morsel drops from one of you, pick it up, wipe away any dust, and eat it, and do not leave it for shaitan. This is a hadith. This brother could not have known of this hadith. The reason why the brother could not eat our food is we all said Bismillah. So he's saying, I'm not hungry. But he was starving, the jinn was starving. So the one luqma that falls down and he doesn't pick it up, he's just like, I'm not going to touch that, it fell on the carpet. I'm going to go in for round two. That morsel was jumped on immediately and swallowed with the left hand. Again, this is a new convert, not knowing anything. I saw with my own eyes just darting out and gobbling it down like that. And this is reinforcing our iman that the Prophet is speaking the truth. That we are, alhamdulillah, people of the correct faith. Again, many things can be said here. Bit of a funny story is also a little bit freaky as well. This kid is an 18-year-old kid, has no clue of any sheikh, any alim. Again, he's a brand new convert. So I began testing him. I said, look, 
if you don't leave this guy, I'm going to call my teacher, mention him by name. I said, no, no, don't call him, don't call him. Okay, I said, I'm going to call Sheikh Shankiti. The jinn went wild. No, don't, don't. I said, I'm not going to mention him. I said, I'm going to call Sheikh Spring, let's just say. I said, I'm going to call that Sheikh. He started laughing, goes, no big deal. If you call him, no big deal. <laughs> then I said, I'm going to call Sheikh Ibn Uthaymeen. I had studied with the Sheikh, he's one of my teachers. And he had just passed away a few months ago, Sheikh Ibn Uthaymeen, right? And when I said that, he started cackling with laughter. And he looked at me, he clicked his head like this. And he spoke in that horsey voice you hear in these horror movies. And by the way, a lot of these horror movies, they're based on the cumulative experiences of men. So there's an element of truth in these horror movies. Not that I'm telling you to go watch them, but mm. I'm saying this is the experience of men that is translated into these scripts and whatnot. He spoke mm. in this raspy, joking voice, the eyes cocked up. You can see the arrogance. And he speaks, are you going to bring him back from the dead? Like literally. Allah Akbar. And I just froze. Because this kid had no clue who Ibn Uthaymeen was. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to bring Shaykh Uthaymeen to least. And he just laughed at me. And I realized this is an entity That's serious. that is not human. This is an entity from another world. So that was my first experience, which was relatively tame compared to other stuff. So bottom line, it's not a joke. It's a real world out there.